When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm back. I know you all miss me. Yeah, I, I'm especially me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel's in my mouth. I don't know. Oh my <laughs> goodness, the ad reads hopefully will be improved. Thank you all so much oh, wow. for True. tuning hey, in. Listen, to the, the entire show is going to be improved. <laughs> let's be honest here. It was a hot mess for a week, and he's back now. Thank you all so much for tuning into the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Petey and Craig. First time the three of us have been together in studio in more than two weeks because, yeah, like it's been so long with all of our electrical issues and then I was in Toronto and now we're all reunited. So how's everyone feeling? I, I came with energy today. I'm ready. By the way, nice work in Toronto. Thank you. Nice work. Appreciate it. Yeah, she did great. Yeah, it was fun. I, How come uh, we didn't have any fun? I we don't get I got new this stuff. Cool shirt. Did we get presents? No, that's nope. the first thing. Like when your parents <laughs> would go on a road trip, is that the first thing? Did we get any presents? Right. <laughs> oh, I didn't get no. anything. Did you get anything? No. Okay. No, I got I got nothing for either of you. Okay. okay. Yep. That's fine. <laughs> Sorry, just a few phone calls from Petey. That was my gift. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. Well, lots to talk about today. We haven't even talked since the All Star Game. Um. Clayton Keller and. Austin Matthews, the new dynamic duo. We'll talk more about that. Mm-hmm. Some Coyotes updates. And the desert duo. I like where you're going with that. The desert duo. Um, but yeah, just to just to put a bow on the all-star game. Um, if you're a diehard, I did blog every single day. So if you missed that, you can go check it out. Go phnx.com. It's the dry heat check. I, I didn't even know it's called. I wrote four <laughs> blogs. <Dry heat>. <laughs> what is it called? The dry heat check. I say it with more. I Espo named it and then renamed it. Yeah. I think Espo's within earshot, so I can chirp him, but maybe not. Yeah, wasn't it something else to start? Yeah, it was. Doesn't matter. Then Espo you can go read. It. There he is. Oh, he, I yeah, knew he, was he came here. out to defend himself. I knew he was here. What am I getting blamed for now? Uh, the what's the name of the blog? We don't know what the name we is anymore. Keep, <laughs> we can't keep track because it keeps changing. Yeah. yeah, the dry heat check. Yeah, I was well, right. I was right. I only changed it because you texted me. <laughs> yeah, I only texted you because somebody chirped us. I mean, and somebody, we, is somebody we respect, actually, if it's been <laughs> someone we don't respect. A, a yeah. friend of ours, yes. I will say that. Yes. By the way, Leah, I'm so glad you're back because <laughs> as the head of content <laughs> here, it was necessary. <laughs> <laughs> She's not wrong. Is oh, boy. Wrong. All right. Well, I, ha- I have to say, and I've never been to an All-Star game before, so I have nothing to compare it to. But I, I had a lot of fun being there. I thought Toronto did a really good job hosting the All-Star game. Um, and... It was just a really great atmosphere. There was so much buzz in the city. It was really fun. And I thought as far as all-star games go, the first game, I was thinking, oh, God, this is like low scoring, not really exciting. And then everybody picked it up. And I do feel like the players actually tried a little bit this year um, in the game. (laughs) Nikita Kucherov. But um, I I really had a great time. And thanks, everybody, for following along and for giving me the chance to go. Was it cool to be home? 
Oh my God. It was yeah. so nice. And yeah. it was so weird to be there and work. Like I always just go there on vacation. Huh. Um, so that was, but it, it feels like home to me. So it's, it's like, it was a weird feeling, but it was fun. And when the city, when they, when the league takes the city over, it's just different. Yeah. Right. Like it's everywhere. Like you can't escape the hockey vibe anywhere in the city. Normally you can't anyway with yeah. the Leafs. Um, this, the soon to be Stanley Cup champion. No, it's a different team. <laughs> um, but the city gets, gets going. Yeah. When the NHL's in town. Fan Fest? Fan Fest was ridiculous. Like where was Fan it's Fest? Mecca. It was in the convention center. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's Mecca. It's, it is. It's hockey Mecca. There's sorry, Montreal, but it's hockey. No, mecca. but like it almost felt like like a religious experience. Yeah, like being in the, the center of the hockey universe. And it's funny that I use that term and we're about to like dunk on the Leafs for the next 20 minutes after this. <laughs> um but like it, it really there is something special about it. There mm. just is. Um and I'll take a dig at Mullet Arena. Like that or Scotiabank Arena is massive. Yeah, yeah. I put in like five thousand steps a day just inside the arena, up and down the elevator. Oh my God. Um a nugget that I didn't blog about that I can bring up is I rode an elevator with Connor Bedard. <laughs> and he was what? very Yeah, I didn't even tell you guys. Um, because but the thing is it's so busy, it like stops on every floor. So then they go to get out and everyone gets out, and it was just me and him because he was going with them, but he stopped and he like he was going to let me go first, but I wasn't no, getting out on I thought he was operating floor. the elevator because <laughs> yeah. the, you know, the NHL is trying to market him as much as possible. So <laughs> they need to give him yeah. a role at all-star yeah. game. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, but, I have a question. Yeah. Um, Connor Bedard's kind of cool. Did you get to meet Gritty? That's the I only did person not. I, care about. Oh. I did not get to meet Gritty. I saw him, um, running amok. And by the way, the mascot dance off inside the arena, that was an <clears> internal <throat> thing was rigged. The central division should have won. Um, they did a dance off. Yeah. Again, uh, Sierra, I'm so sorry. I missed all of these. No, no, no. That wasn't on TV. It was just inside the arena. Uh, but PD, have you had a, a gritty interaction by the way? No. Okay. No. I wish I did. I've had one. No, not just. I, I saw a few of the mascots around. I was, I was afraid of gritty when I saw him <laughs> and he sensed my fear and play, <laughs> prayed on it a little bit. So. Oh my goodness. Oh quick, boy. quick encounter. Go ahead. Anywho, but you know, in the game itself, I thought, I thought it was fun that Clayton Keller got drafted for to team Matthews, uh, just because, you know, you know, they're friends and team Matthews was the hometown team. It had all the Toronto Maple Leafs on it. So you knew Keller's team would have the benefit of being the hometown team. I kind of sensed from the beginning that they were probably going to win, um, just based on, you know, if you want to call it scripted or whatever, but great <laughs> opportunity for, for Keller to be on, on that team and really cool. You know, they, they go out for their first game and Keller's on a line with Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. Um, and it was cool. And it was cool to watch those guys play together. And they had, they have chemistry because they played together here a lot at the ice. They train in the like summer. Matthews and Keller. Yeah, very, all those very informal skates. Yeah. And, and what shocked me the most over the next several hours to the next day is how surprised Canadian fans were that Clayton Keller plays in this league. Yes. Oh, he's actually kind of good. Yes. And now demanding he become part of their squad in Toronto because he, like we know he's good down here. We've seen it four time all-star franchise record in points. And all of a sudden he's brand new. Brand what new in the league. What were they offering? Like a fourth, fourth round draft pick and a mid-level prospect. <laughs> just, who is That'll this get Keller it done, right? Kid. That'll get it done. Right? So yeah, Leafs fans, you know, yes. it, it was like they discovered Clayton Keller for the very first time and they took to Twitter, um, to voice their, mm. their desire for Keller. So let's take a look at some of the tweets. Uh, what would it take to get Clayton Keller from the Yotes? Um, <laughs> someone, someone better be setting up a, a stall for Clayton Keller in the Leaf locker room. Don't, um, 
I, if I'm Brad Tree Living, I'm picking up the phone ASAP and asking, yo, did you have the price? Oh, wait, there's more. We need Clayton Keller in a leaf, as a leaf. ASAP. Oh, wait, there's more. Martyr to the Coyotes for Keller. I've seen enough. Get Clayton Keller to the Leafs ASAP. Oh, my gosh. It just keeps going and going and going and going <laughs> and going. <laughs> the Leafs fans who are just on Twitter, they want Clayton Keller. Yeah. But too bad. You can't have them. The Leafs have $32,000 of remaining of sal- salary cap available. Um, but even so. And that's I how just... much the Coyotes have to spend on payroll. hey <laughs> But, um... Wait, wait, I, I, I don't disagree with the reunion. Yeah. It's just and, I, and I do see... Wrong venue. I do see the chemistry. Mm-hmm. And I would like to see that con- chemistry continue into the future. I just think... Instead of Maple Leafs Blue, it could be in the Kachina Black. Because you know that Austin Matthews grew up wearing the Kachina jersey as a little as a little a little one out in his driveway shooting the puck around. So why not just complete the circle of the dream? Hmm. I agree. When does this contract expire? Is it twenty twenty eight? Come home, Austin. Oh my gosh. By the way, the Leafs play in Arizona later this month. And if they there are not indeed. come home Austin chants in the crowd or signs. Coyotes fans, what are we doing? We got we got to get the come home Austin chance going. Um, yeah, is it twenty twenty eight? It is twenty twenty eight. What's the last number of that? Eight. Who's his favorite player for the Coyotes? <gasps> Danny Great. Briere. Danny what Re- number did he is wear? Is that? Oh my god! Is it a sign? We need the tinfoil hat. It's it's a sign. It is a sign. sign. Wow. That's obviously, why he did it. It is. Yep. But I don't yeah. know. I really liked watching them play together. Um, you know, John Tavares. He went home to Toronto. Austin Matthews, he can come home to Arizona. It's inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. It's going to happen. And uh, we'll, we'll be ready and waiting. Hopefully the timing would be good with mm. the new arena. Um, I have no insight. That was just me. <laughs> I have to feel like I have to say that specifically. I have no I have no insight on anything. Um, but hypothetically, there would be the, the new arena. Austin Matthews coming to reunite with Clayton Keller. Um, and yeah, just watching those two together. And it was really cool to watch. And like, this is no disrespect to Clayton Keller's line mates, but Austin Matthews is clearly one of the best NHL players in the entire league like that's yes. not that's not up for debate so to watch Clayton Keller with one of the very best was a, was a treat and Saturday. it's funny because you knew they were both trying to help each other out yeah like you could just see it and and it, it was fun to watch those two guys together and, I, and I'll admit Austin Matthews is a phenomenal phenomenal hockey player but can you imagine if Clayton Keller was surrounded with if he had that center yeah can you imagine? Just put that one piece on. Yeah, there would be no, we wouldn't be talking about him tying a record. He'd be, he would be, the, yeah. he would hold the record except for his centerman. Austin Matthews would probably have the record. Yeah, that's probably true. But they'd too. be one, two, all-time points leaders. Yep. But mm. more realistically, though, um, these two will probably play together in the next two years for yeah. Team USA because I know you guys mentioned it on Friday's show, but international events are back. The four nations face off next year between USA, Canada, Sweden, and Finland, and then the Olympics. Ooh, in people are pissed about that too. Pasternak's mad. I yeah. was going to say, how would you feel if you're the fifth nation? Yeah. They should have done a Europe team. I don't know. I mean, or why, why was it just four? I don't know. I don't. I don't I mean, know. I don't know. Like, could they made it six or eight? Like, I guess. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's, I have nothing to do with these meetings. I know if Gary would have called us. The Czechs have performed well. Yes. Yes. So, anyway. Oh, well. Oh, well. It'll be fun. I'm glad there's... A, hopefully, it truly becomes a best on best of those four countries. I hope so. 
Yeah. I hope that they, they, they're able to get players to play. You know, we talk about the world championships that's going on during the NHL playoffs mm-hmm. can never be best on best because the best are still in the playoffs. Um, so they're always full of Toronto Maple Leafs because <laughs> there, there it is again. Oh, yeah, I'm, in mood, I'm in that mood today. Yeah, I think we're all yeah, everybody was coming at the oats so much lately. I thought we it was we've yeah. been we've been yeah, yeah we've been hitting them Leafs pretty hard. We hit them on the trolling the NHL episode we as well. We did. LBJ. Nikita Kucherov in the chat. Nikita with an all-time performance in the All-Star Skills game. He was game. unbelievable. Yeah, skills. you were, you were, buddy. We um, yeah. got to give it up for you. And Nikita said, instead of relocating the team, why not just relocate the state of Arizona, <laughs> move it to Canada or something? Uh-huh. I don't know. It's pretty rough terrain out here. Don't know if you can, uh, <laughs> you can manage that. Yeah. Like, oh boy. Might, might tear up other states on the way through. So yeah. <laughs> Oh, Lord. But yeah, um, Austin Matthews and Clayton Keller, it would be a dream whether or not we get to see it in the Kachina, actually. But I feel very confident about seeing Team USA, Keller and Matthews, even if they're not aligned just as teammates. You got to put them on a line now. They have chemistry. The Arizona, put them on a line. Matthews, Keller and Nyes, the Arizona connection. Like it. I like it. it. But it's funny, though, because when you think of these broader, bigger tournaments, so often the, the uh, Arizona Coyotes get overlooked, at least from a, from a USA and Canadian perspective. It's so true. And you start to see now all of these projected yeah. rosters that people are doing because... With no Coyotes on them. Yeah, because people <laughs> are saying, okay, well, in 2026, the Olympics, like who could potentially be on the team? And you see Canada, US, et cetera. And you look at them and you're saying, I mean, I have seen Clayton Keller on Projected sure. USA. I think he's not being overlooked. But for for me, when I look at the Team Canada rosters, like, I feel like Connor Ingram should be in the conversation in that. It's funny that people aren't even talking. Like, who, I'm trying to remember, who's the third goalie on that projected roster? Aiden, yeah. oh, no, Logan, Aiden Logan, Logan Thompson and, and Jordan Bennington? Was, no, I think it was Skinner, wasn't it? Oh. I think Stuart Skinner was projected to be on that. And we can talk about yeah, him and, tomorrow. And it's funny because I think in a couple of years, I think if Ingram can continue on the trajectory he is on, he's one going to be one of those guys. And That's it's funny. It, right? One of the names that you kept hearing about in the in the past few, like Matt Murray. Matt Murray was all the buzz. Well, guess what? Well, it ain't going to be Matt Murray. Um, and, and when you go, well, it's going to be Connor Hellebuck. Oh, wait, no, he's American. Well, it's going to be Ottinger. No, wait, he's American. Hmm. I, and and that continues on down the path of a swayman. Oh, wait, no, he's American too. Mm-hmm. So. There's plenty of... of uh, You're right, though. Goes. The sample is... It, he, Connor Ingram's yeah. going to have to prove it over a couple of seasons, then maybe his stock will rise. And in and two years, maybe he is. Maybe, yeah, that's maybe true. Maybe the timing is good. It's good too. for him. Yeah. Yeah. Because Aiden Hill definitely wasn't on anybody's I radar mean, for an Olympic uh, roster a couple when years you ago. Talk about Aiden Hill didn't even start the playoffs for the Vegas Golden Knights a year yep. ago. Didn't even start the playoffs. And now he is the number one goalie in, in the NHL right now. It's insane. Yeah. We talked about this with Jesse Granger. Yes. His, his rise. And- Literally out of nowhere. Yeah. He was their third goalie. And yeah. that was even before uh, Leonard, like through yeah. Leonard. And then sometimes in some of their projections, Hill was fourth in their depth chart behind Brassois and Thompson and, um, and Leonard. And yeah. now he's the number one goalie and one of the favorites in the Canadian Olympic team. Yep. It's insane. But. Unfortunately, I don't know if there's any other Canadians currently on the Coyotes who yeah, would who crack the It's hard roster. to project. That's the thing. It's it's two two plus years out. Because who knows what these like the pipeline? You know, there's right. Like also, what's going to be the situation with Russia? Yeah. Are they going to be back? Uh, so because there are plenty of Russian players that you can look at in the Coyote system and say, well, maybe down the road they could be, but I don't know if they're going to be playing yet. Um, yeah, it's hard to project. Because so many of them are prospects, right? Yeah. But I think 
you look at Team Finland, Matthias Michelli. I could see that. I could see Matthias Again, Michelli. I think the timing is right. And I, I don't know if they made a roster today, um, but in two years, I could definitely see him being on that. And team- I think what happens, though, when you talk about these Olympic teams and, and World Cup teams and, and what often happens, I've used the word often twice. and it just You've I, used it often. Yeah, I've used it often. I don't okay. like that word. I don't know why you mean. No, it. I don't like oftentimes. Uh, I don't like that one at oftentimes? all. Oftentimes, no. I, I promise, I don't use that. But no. but what you see happening is is so these these governing bodies like uh, USA Hockey or Hockey Canada, they feel like they need to reward players that have done really good things for the country in the past, and not necessarily taking the Bears players that can best help them win today. And, and I think when you start to see those two countries, specifically Canada and the U.S., they take guys that, oh, gosh, you know what? Maybe we could take a 24 or 25-year-old kid that can zip it around instead of a 35-year-old guy that's been there before. Now, I'm not talking about Crosby because he's still on fire and you got to take Sidney Crosby. But I think that there is a there's a, a I don't know. I mean, after his egregious Montana act, I'm not sure you're going to do that anymore. So. <laughs> I think there's an egregious. I think there's a knee-jerk reaction to take those guys because they've been there before, because they helped you out. And the Americans have done that often. How about Logan Cooley? Time. How about Logan Cooley? Exactly. Well, I think the timing could be right could for be. him, too. How about Team Switzerland? Is there anybody on the category? J.J. Mosier? Just thinking. J.J. Mosier, last guy off the ice today at practice. Literally, last guy off the, pra- wow. off the ice. Much to Patrick Brown chagrin because Patrick was waiting to talk to him. So, yeah. <laughs> of course, um, yeah, the t- the timing could be right for Cooley. It could be right for a number of these guys in the pipeline. I think if if you really had to do it, like next week are the Olympics. The only guy I feel confident is a lock is Clayton Keller, Team USA. Yeah, who's who's uh, in goal for the checks down the road? Could Not- it be Michael? <laughs> Cobble. Oh, I thought you were going to say Karel <laughs> no. Maybe he'll have know. a turnaround. All right. Never know. I've interrupted you enough. No, it's fine. Any any other coyotes in the Olympics that you could no, see? No, I'm just trying to think of who would be the, the it, when you go back through the history, like who who has worn that jersey? And you have to go, like, would you add the the um, the World Cup way back and when you had Kachuk and Roanuk both playing with the big upset in 96 mm-hmm. just before they actually came here as part of hotel, the team. Hotel room hijinks. Yeah. They weren't Coyotes <laughs> yet, though. I think they were still Jet and a Blackhawk at the time. But, but really, you haven't had that big Olympic story come through here yet, I, I don't think. You know, and I think that would be great to see Clayton Keller get the opportunity to do that. And, and tr- truly, he deserves it. Yeah. And, and it's just unfortunate that it takes an all-star game in Toronto to get him on people's radar. Yeah, it, It's yeah. just, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that people just don't don't recognize first. Let's let's call it like you see at the East Coast bias. Everybody's asleep and miss most of the West Coast games as it is. And when they are tuning into the West Coast, they sure as hell ain't watching the Coyotes. So it, it's too bad. But it, it is good that he's getting his flowers now. By the way, can I say something? Total off the track. Because is it oh, Friday? <laughs> no, it's Tuesday. So I just said we gave him his flowers. Yeah. Right? We, we use that term on the often. show often. Mm-hmm. Often. I did it again. Is there another? <laughs> can somebody get a thesaurus in here? Um, but we use it a lot after games. Um, we gave that guy his flowers. Don't forgive this guy his flowers. So I use that term mm-hmm. outside of this friendly confines of, of PHNX Studios. And people were aghast at my use of the, what? What does that mean? Who says that? Who uses that? And I said, what described it? Never heard it. I think you're wrong. I think you made it up. So I just want to know if, if it's a generational thing. I literally thing. Googled it right now. It. And it's I've a thing. Absolutely heard it. Is it generational? Is I don't it, know. I, I don't know where the... Where I'm the, the wrong guy to ask because, yeah. you know. I know. Ask Leah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, use so, that. You walk around using that. 
I only use Let me give it. you your flowers. Wait, but you use it. Well, I wouldn't <laughs> say that to someone. Like, but in terms yeah. of sports, you would. Yeah. Make sure you give okay. them the flowers. There it is. Yeah. I said, well, I, and that was, it was a sports conversation. Oh. I said, well, you want to make sure you give that person their flowers too. And they're like, huh? So, so anyway, so it does transcend so I got generations. That off my test. So nobody cares. Feel free to use that often. Um, I'm, I'm going to say if I use frequently, that word again, consistently, regularly. Thank you. Roaring Fork. Thank you for the, the thank you the, for Roaring Fork. The, with the, the thesaurus words. Good <laughs> Lord. That was a struggle. Um, all right. Well, the one thing about being in Canada that makes you miss Arizona is there's just not the same level of Mexican food in Canada. There just isn't. And I miss no. illegal pizza. We have some diehards in town tweeting me. They tried the queso at illegal pizza this week. And as always, I'm a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent satisfactory rate on the queso. Why Everybody who tries it loves it. Um, so swing by illegal pizza before the next Coyotes game. There's a game on Thursday, Illegal Pete's. It's on Mill. It's really close to the arena. Um, or just try it any day of the week because there's always something going on, whether it's Margarita Monday with $3 margaritas all day long. Taco Tuesday. Today is Taco Tuesday. $2 tacos every Tuesday. And if you work in healthcare or education, you can take your team to lunch at Illegal Pete's every Tuesday and enjoy buy one, get one free entrees. And don't forget to unwind after a long day at their happy hour, 3 to 8 p.m. every day. I still have yet to see a better happy hour. So Illegal Pete's is your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. Green, 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 green. The Valley of the Sun will roar to life this spring. That's what, you, that's what the flag does. It's green, 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 green. It means go. Green means go. The Valley of the Sun will roar to life this spring when NASCAR returns to the Phoenix Raceway March 8th through the 10th. Spring break at the Phoenix Raceway is the perfect introduction to NASCAR with affordable ticket pricing for families. Whether you're a diehard racing fan or simply looking for a fantastic day out, this event promises fun for everyone from live entertainment, fan hospitality areas, and an immersive infield experience. And from personal experience... Stop by your local CVS or Walgreens and get the earplugs, or better yet, get the big headphones and you can listen to the drivers in their pits at, during the oh, race. That's cool. And you can follow what's going. You can wrench them right at the racetrack. Absolutely amazing. Do it that way. I've enjoyed many races out at Phoenix and can't wait for this year's race. Get your tickets to the Shriners Children's 500 at Phoenix Raceway, March 8th through 10th. Promise to be a weekend of good vibes for the whole family. Get your tickets now. At phoenixraceway.com. Wow. That was and that wasn't scripted, huh? That was improv. That, that was, was some juice. That I was mean, improv. Uh, yeah, I didn't even the, PD has really improved on his ad reads since I left. Green I always had a lot of practice. Yeah. All right. So uh, I did he, have a lot of practice. I don't yeah, want any more practice. Like the coyotes this week. Hey. Yes. Never mind. Most practice it feels like they've By had the way, it, yeah. This is where again, what I'm just is there's no time limit. <laughs> oh god. So <laughs> remember the coyotes used to practice the Kila River? Right, we, we, but now desert, the new desert diamond. If you're aware of this time of year at the ice den, do you know what's right next door to the ice den? Oh, the waste management open. Waste management open. Okay. Parking. I thought you meant West World. It's a mess. It's like nearly impossible to. Hate and it. it's under construction. The 101 North oh, yeah. is under construction. Oh yeah. By the way, under construction. Oh, good timing by them. Yeah. So horrific getting there. So it would be funny when we'd go to Rick Tockett would go. Okay, let's go. We're gonna practice. Um, because we'd have practice schedule at Gila River. On Saturday, why don't we, uh, 10 o'clock, uh, why don't we practice at the Ice Den? And we're like, buddy, can we just get a day off? No, we're going to skate at 10. And then everybody forgets that it's the Phoenix Open, and all of a sudden everybody's trying to get right. to the exact same spot right in the middle of the, the the Phoenix Open on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Like, just cancel the damn practice. So when I saw you were going to practice today, I looked and I said, mm, 
I'm gonna sit this one. I'm gonna take my fun. mulligan. Wasn't was it, was it, was it was hard getting there? Wasn't there was traffic? Yeah, and it, again, construction too. Yeah. So you get you Can't get, get north of Shea, and all of a sudden it's Can't like. Yep. Bottle, bottleneck. The and good news is that project's crawling. only gonna last two years. Yeah. From Shea great. to Pima. So just. <laughs> just buckle up for the next hey. two years going north on the 101. Well, if they uh, the build new arena, the arena will be built by there. Then, right? <sighs> yeah, at least that part's done. Right by 64th Street, that part's okay. done. Okay. And ready. All right. All right. Let's go. Can we talk arena for two minutes, get some clicks? Let's talk some... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was kidding. Clicks. Well, let's talk about the arena. What do you want to talk about with the arena? Let's talk about the AZ Central oh. article today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What should we say about the AZ Central? Can you describe? Today? Well, well, what was it first? You yes. know, I think people are aware of it by now that there was. Uh, that, well, I wasn't. Javier so Gutierrez had a meeting with Governor Katie Hobbs, and there was someone that used to work for Chad Gamble, used to work for the Coyotes, now works for the, the governor. And there's questions about whether this was a conflict of interest, although there's no record of what was said in those meetings. And I'm not sure what they would expect a record of what was said in those meetings. And I'm not sure that. The reporter looked at actual conflict of interest laws in Arizona before writing this, but did reach out to people out of state, experts out of state who are somehow readily available to be quoted to talk about <laughs> Arizona conflict of interest laws. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on this story. I would, I would just say if you're going to level accusations – you better come with some proof because that was just kind of clickbaity suggestion that there was some impropriety without any proof that there was any impropriety. Do better. Do more reporting before you put that story out. That's what I would I, say. I have a question and, and I am not trying to be tug in cheek here. Do business leaders often meet with political people such as well, the governor? I mean, listen, like we can talk about that side of it. Like this, this is local politics. This is Arizona politics. Like th this sort of thing happens 10,000 times a month yeah. in Arizona politics. That doesn't mean, however, that a newspaper shouldn't look into it. That's their job, right? As and a watchdog. But if you're going to look into it, actually look into it. Don't suggest something that you haven't proven is there. Yeah, that, that's, that's kind of a standard would, of journalism I would that think I'm if looking you're, for. If you're, uh, and I, again, I, if I'm wrong, please somebody call me out on this, that, that that a business leader looking to do business in the state or with the state, I, is that uncommon to meet with the governor yeah. of the state? I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't think it would be. I would think that you would want to, and I'm not saying it, just, I would think that's common. Yeah. If you're going to, if you're, if, if you're building it, bringing a big business into the state of Arizona, like we've talked about some of these semiconductor plants and bringing a large number of jobs, wouldn't that be fairly common to meet with the governor? It would. It would. It's still, you know, I, I get the, the desire to find out what was actually happening. I, I get like a, an opt optically when sure. you say, okay, this guy used to work for the guy. This, sure. stuff, this stuff happens all the time. Like I said, that yeah. doesn't mean you shouldn't be looking at it, but what did you find? Why did you report this when, oh, look, this might have might have been unseemly. We don't have any proof that it was unseemly, but we're still going to suggest that it might have been. That's irresponsible reporting. That's all that is. That's just irresponsible. Don't do it. Don't give any credence to this report right now until they come back with some substance. All right. Anything else about the arena or should we talk about on ice? Let's we can talk about the on arena. ice. The what, it, what about the meeting? Can we talk about the meeting? Well, we don't know yet if it's going to be on the agenda for February. 8th, but right? there is so a meeting. It could be put on the agenda tomorrow. Yes. We be. will see. If not, it'll be bumped to March, and that bumps the timeline out yeah. even more. And this is, you know, we've talked about this a lot. This is one of my greatest concerns here right. the timeline. timeline. Like, how can they get this done in a reasonable amount of time to satisfy the league, to satisfy the Board of Governors, to satisfy the NHLPA that has been. 
extremely vocal on this topic. I, I so, don't know. I, I, I think when you're looking at all of the things that have to happen, whether it's governmental processes or zoning or entitlements, all that stuff. How you start it? It takes time. Yeah. And just to be clear, this is a piece of land that we're surmising could be the one that they're interested in of 64th Street and the 101 just north of the 101 between Scottsdale and 56. Yeah. But we don't know that. And that state-owned land to that would have to go up for auction from the state land department. And as of yet, that process has not begun nope. yet. So nope. we're talking about things that they're not there yet. Nope. And there's no, like, there's no timeline. There's no date set for an auction. There are no interested bidders in an auction yet. So we're not there. But but when it does happen, and you do want more news, Craig S. Morgan. That's yeah. all I'll say. Yeah. Not me. Don't follow me. I mean, Wait, I mean been, follow me. There's been some good but reporting elsewhere. For that. And I pointed this out in my newsletter. Like the 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 AZ Central story before this was was informative. There were there were there were important pieces of information. But then to come back with this, like, okay, it's sort of diminished. Okay. Yeah. I want to talk reporting. about happy news about it soon, though, Craig. Okay. So get on it. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't Seriously. think I have I might any influence you. over that. But the Coyotes are back on the ice. The Coyotes are back on the ice. There's games Barrett Hayden's back happening. on the ice. Barrett Hayden is not wearing wow. a non-contact wow. jersey anymore. Matt Dumba is not wearing a non-contact jersey anymore. Andre said they're going to be back. But then he said, well, we got 48 hours, so we'll see. I think both these guys are going to play. I do, too. So... I don't even want to get too much into what I saw with the Lions today because, you know, you got to make some decisions um, before you before you decide. And and Adam Ruzicka isn't even here yet. So you can assume he's not going to play in this right. next game because I, I can't he hasn't imagine, been on the ice yet. So. I can't imagine. Today is Tuesday. They play on Thursday and Ruzicka hasn't skated. There's no. So just to let you know what I saw. And, and again, this is all going to shift because it, it's really hard. Bugi was back with Michelli and Kraus today. Um, That's a good sign. McBain yeah. was between Schmaltz and Keller. Hmm. Um, Cooley was with. Well, this is this is probably something to look at. Cooley, O'Brien, and Gunther were skating together part of the time, and then Barrett Hayton was subbing in with Gunther and Cooley. So could we see oh. a Barrett Hayton, Logan Cooley, and Gunther line. Dylan Gunther line? Hmm. Maybe. Wow. Hmm. Maybe. And then there's Kerfoot, Carconi, and Zucker. So wow. Huh. It's interesting. Huh. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious is, to see what we he's going to do. I don't want to read too much into it. I'm no, going to go to the morning skate. I the Coyotes are going to be off tomorrow. <laughs> they're not going to practice tomorrow. They're going to be back on the ice for a morning skate on Thursday. That's when we'll have a real sense sure. of the lines. I do think Barrett Hayden's coming back, though. I do think Matt Dumba's coming back. They're going to be as close to healthy as they've been in a while. Of course, uh, Troy, Troy Stetcher's still out of the lineup. And as I said, Adam Rzitka's not here yet. But... They're close to healthy as they come out of the break. Yeah, but I, 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 I don't think we're surprised. When we talked about this before, I don't see Barrett Hayton for as long as he was out of the lineup to expect him to jump in to play 20 minutes a game, yeah. get right back to his regular spot in the power play in front of the net and take a beating there and play all those big minutes with, with Schmaltz and Keller. I would have been surprised. Like I, I, don't, I think it's something, unless he feels absolutely phenomenal I, and I wouldn't be surprised if he saw a shift or two there or if he got maybe the second half of a power play I just think that you got to ease him back into it like I the timing and the game timing you can practice for another three four days yeah the timing in a game is just different and and guess what you're playing Vegas yeah so so let's ease yeah. right into it and play nice. the Vegas golden Knights. so I that doesn't surprise me yeah you know if he's getting 13 to 15 minutes um, and he's still going to plenty of offensive opportunities if it is with, with Cooley and Gunther. And I actually don't mind that line. Yeah. It, it a little new wrinkle. Um, mm -hmm. 
And, and that way you could have Cooley taking the draws too, because with Barrett Hayton's hand, I don't know if you want him taking face-offs right Fair now. Fair point, yes. Yeah, that's um, a good point. So I, I think that he could still play in the middle when he's playing on the defensive side, play down low, but Cooley can still take the draws. So mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense. I'm excited for it. I think this team needs some kind of a, a shot in the arm, no matter what it is, because I think with four wins out of their last 13, it wasn't good enough. No. They needed a reset, so the break was good for that. But I think they also, adding new people to the lineup, whether it's imaginary or it's real, you go, oh, we'll be better because... No, we got Barrett Hayton back in the lineup. We can be better now. Dumba's back in the back end. We'll be better. Even if just give them that, that subconscious little boost, I, I think they really need that. What about Ruzhiska when he does get here? Like, do you Curious. see him being a guy who's scratched most nights or somebody who maybe slides right into the I, lineup? I, I, I don't, you know, Andre was asked about that today, and he, he, he knows a bit about him. Um, of course, Stillman actually was with him, so speaks highly of him. So I, I think Andre is excited for what he might be able to bring to the lineup. But until until you get him on the ice yeah, and get a feel for what he has and how he fits, you just don't know. I, I do think he could be a piece for them, whether it's, you know, down the lineup as a four-line setter or maybe playing up uh, on the wing. I don't know yet, but I think they they see some versatility there is, I guess, what I would say. And, and the other concern is, and, and I may be wrong and we'll have to find out, but if he's not skating with the club and we have those immigration issues, he is no longer a part of the Calgary Flames anymore, so he can't practice with them. Oftentimes when you get in this the visa immigration limbo, you don't skate. Yeah. And it's difficult to find ice time. There are guys I've heard of that have jumped on with junior teams and college teams, but I don't think that's the case here. And now you're talking about an extended layoff when you talk about the All-Star break too. So this is something that that in normal circumstances takes you days to get acclimated to your new club. Now add on on to that that he hasn't skated. I, I don't. I wouldn't anticipate we see him in either the game Thursday or Saturday. Yeah, I think that's fair. So it could be a little bit of a learning curve for him to get up. He doesn't know the systems, doesn't know the players. This could take him a while. But where he fits in after that, to Craig's point, I, I think this could go many, many different ways. We will spell his name correctly. Though. Well, when we say, can I, I don't have to, I'm stopping asking permission. I know, you keep saying, can so I say So what something? do we call those little things over Rajiska's name? No, don't ask me that. Name. Okay, so he's got these little things. These little things. Like over accents? the Z and the C. No. They're not accents. No. They're no. something else. They're not umlauts. I don't they're know what things. They're Check. So when, when I text. You know who we need? We need Redeem Verbata. We do. Sure. She asked him to call us. in today. But when I text either of you something. I may not even spell Craig's name right. You're not a great texter. I'm not a great speller. <laughs> not a great speller. Let's no, I'm not a great speller when it, it comes. Yeah. But to, if you think I'm going to take the time to hold the button in and find the little things over the C and the Z when I'm texting you, oh, not, if mind. you're texting me, but if you put it out on social media. But you texted me. I'll definitely you, you texted me this morning, by the way, before six again, which is fine because he knows I'm up. He texted me before six in the morning with Rujiska with the correct pronunciation on it before six in the morning to me. Well, also, like, in our rundown know, that nobody can see but us, it's like, there. it's there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if I put, like, sometimes I'll write Valimaki in the rundown. Just the rundown. It. The rundown that no, is not, but he, he will correct it, like, habits. while <laughs> we're live. Like, at that moment, I don't mind the early six Diet morning critical text. marks? Yes, yes, that's actually correct. Thank uh, you. But you know what I want to say to both of you? <laughs> the way you practice is the way you play. Oh, God. That's all I have to say. <sighs> Oh, Lord. There's a few words I'll spell correctly at 6 a.m. tomorrow in Craig's text. You know what? You guys were probably awake before me, even though I was on the East Coast. That's true. 
Yeah, that is true. That, that, that's fair. That's true. But you were you were probably I was not going to bed early. Night, yet. Night, <laughs> <so> <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Saw some of those photos too. Oh boy! All right, let's uh... <laughs> accidentally ordering two glasses of wine. It oh, was yeah. an accident. Yeah. It was an accident. Same thing my wife says all the time. Oh, it's just an accident. Got two glasses on her and Patrick. You guys see Patrick and Jeffrey? Right? Yeah, that's great. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> the Coyotes have a tough test this Thursday with Vegas, but you guys sat down with uh, Jesse Granger yesterday we to did. preview that matchup. Yeah. What did, did. what did he have to say? I haven't oh, listened yet. We talked a little bit about Vegas. We great. talked a lot about goals. We talked a lot. <laughs> oh, God. We talked a lot. <laughs> we talked a lot about the Oakland Raiders that are now the Vegas Raiders. We talked about that. It was a fun conversation, actually. There was a lot of Vegas going on there. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of Vegas goaltending, too. <laughs> yeah, we do. I mean, we talked about Aiden Hill. We talked about Connor. We t- you know, we talked about RVH. Yeah. We oh. talked, yes. Shocking. Shocking. We talked about RVH. Okay. And, and we got Jesse Granger's top five goalies in the NHL right now. And then he forgot to mention Jeremy Swayman. So I told him. And how many to Canadians did he have in our show six? by quote tweeting it and saying he left out Jeremy Swayman? So how, which he did. How, how many goalies from Canada were in his top six? None. None. I'll make it easy for you. None. Three Russians, three Americans. Yeah. Not one Canadian in his top six goaltenders. That's a problem. And you know what? He's not wrong. Nope. What happened to Carey Price? Like, remember when Carey Price was the guy? Yeah. And Marc-Andre Fleury was the guy? And, like, Canada used to dominate. Patrick Roy, Martin Brodeur, like, Eddie Belfort. Like, it's they were the thing. anymore. Yeah. What happened? Well, if you want to listen to uh, three goalie geeks geeking out about we goalies. We did that. And Reverse VH mm-hmm. and the fair. Vegas Golden Knights. Check That's it fair. out wherever you get your podcasts, audio only, Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. It's there. So make sure you check it out. Um, and while you're there, be sure to leave us a review. It would really what mean kind of that. Review? A five-star review Damn would be straight. great. Uh, and a little message, if you would. But the five stars takes two seconds. So please do that as well. I'll give um, you an example. You can say something like, God, Craig, I admire you. <laughs> Go ahead, Leah. <laughs> make, make sure, sure you you're, spell it right. Make sure if you're putting player names, you put the diacritical dia, marks as <laughs> on them. Um, all right. Well, start spelling my And the last like time that, these two teams I? faced off, Conringham, uh, two nothing shutout win. Wow! In Vegas, I forgot about that. As part of their streak, that was the first game of their streak of Stanley Cup champions. He is starting on Thursday. Is he? And you did say a word that you're not supposed to say. So well, I said it anyway, in past moving on. tense. Okay, okay, well. I said it in past tense. Okay. That's the reporting. Go- okay. I'll remember it, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Golden Knights play. The, there's a huge game tonight. Um, the Golden Knights play the Edmonton Oilers. The yeah. Oilers tonight have the chance to tie the NHL record for most consecutive wins with 17. Vegas has a chance to spoil that. Who's winning? Vegas. Who's winning? Yeah, Vegas wins that game. All right. Our DraftKings pick of the week, Vegas plus 130. Underdogs at home against the Edmonton Oilers. That's our DraftKings pick of the week. How about that? I just made you guys be on the spot. Yeah, and that's I like our it. Pick. I like Vegas in this pick. And, it, and it, I, one of the things I think this break is really going to hurt the Edmonton Oilers, I think this time off when they're rolling and they're in the locker room every day and they're having that camaraderie and things mm-hmm. are building and it's exciting and you look at the clippings every day. And now you have this break, and I'm concerned that that break hurt them. And on top of that, they're heading into the Stanley, former Stanley, 
the Stanley Cup, defending Stanley Cup champion. Couldn't <laughs> think of the word. I was going to say the often, often Stanley Cup. Stanley <laughs> no, I was kidding. But they're heading into Vegas, into that atmosphere with a, with a healthy Aiden Hill right now, who's been absolutely lights out since his return. And you don't think Vegas is going into this game knowing right. that the Edmonton Oilers are looking for this yeah. record? And you, you do don't, this in our building? Yeah. And mm-hmm. you don't think they're going to go, okay, guys, we got to bring our best tonight? I, I, I like Vegas in this one. We'll see. And, and I also thought, since I'm bitching about the Oilers, I also thought that was that was rigged at the All-Star game. When the two goals down, Connor McDavid's team is down two oh, goals with a minute to go. Twice, yeah. And you're like, buddy, like really? Mm-hmm. Everybody just stands to the I side know. so Connor McDavid's team can score? <laughs> rigged. Just like the 2015 lottery. Ooh, exactly. All right. Okay, enough said. Uh if you want to bet on that game or any others, make sure you do so over on DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code PHNX. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. That's only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. The crown is yours. Did you have to do this while I was gone or no? To do what? This. The disclaimer. No, I didn't have that. No. Oh, thank goodness. All <laughs> right. the speed read. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. And the Suns play again tonight. They do. Did you know they play tonight? They do. They play the Bucks tonight. They play the Jazz on Thursday. Warriors Saturday. Wizards Sunday. Where can you watch all those games? You can watch them on Arizona's Family Sports. The home of Phoenix Suns basketball. You can see the game on Arizona Family 3 TV and Arizona Family Sports Channel 44. And it's all free using an antenna. If you can't support your Phoenix Suns courtside, then watch them couchside with all of your friends at Arizona Family, including my friends, Scotty Passmore, Gina Meraville with the traffic, and April Warnicky with the weather. They don't know they're my friends. April Warnicky might be like on Petey's bingo card oh. of watching PHNX now, Scotty Passmore from Kansas City, so he'll be rooting for the Chiefs in the big game. They are my friends. Have coffee with them every single day. They just don't know it. Moderately <laughs> creepy, but they are my friends at Arizona Family Sports. Good morning, Arizona. Wherever you live in Arizona, visit azfamily.com and click Suns Games for listing information for your area. AZ Family is a great resource to help you find Phoenix Suns Games on Arizona Family Sports. Arizona Family Sports. I almost made you it. almost had it. I, I, it's always one word. It's one word. <laughs> Look, Paul said, nice read, Petey. Thanks. Oh, Katie, weren't you on TV recently? Yeah, I was. You yeah. guys, so I talked a little bit about my weekend, but you guys were up to some fun stuff. Yeah, PD, I did. I got a little. Tell I, us about the high school. I, tournament. I got to. I got a couple things. The high school hockey tournament, and I got to call the semifinal games um, last Thursday at Mullet Arena, and on Sunday was the fourth consecutive time that I've called the Arizona State High School Hockey Championship, and I was the, the color analyst. And I tell you what. It is an absolute blast. And I, I've, I've got a chance to go to media day and talk to the kids and the coaches. I uh, talked to some parents. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to go, honestly, just go to the ASHA YouTube channel, A-H-S-H-A, and watch the third period of this game. Uh, this The number one team in the state, the Centennial Coyotes, were beating the Notre Dame Saints 3-1. to one. 
and the Saints battle back and tie the game 3-3. This is the, the, the Notre Dame Saints' fourth consecutive trip to the state finals, second consecutive game going to overtime, and their third consecutive loss. Mm. Oh. And if you want to see excitement, this is uh, on the call. It was Dylan Pescatore. He's the play-by-play voice of Asha and also the, the ASU NCAA Division One team. The, the, he's on their radio and TV call with Dylan Pescatore. Let's listen to Dylan's call of the, the winning goal of the Arizona State High School Hockey Championship this last weekend at the Mullet. McCaughey on the draw. Look to push it forward. Jaswin, Gabuya for McCaughey. Shoots, he scores! Centennial, the champions of 2024. Ryan McCarthy, the game-winning goal, the championship-winning goal. Centennial completes the perfect season with a championship. And, and I tell you what, watching that in the stands gave me chills. But but the lasting moment, if you could see the picture I took on Twitter, the the four Notre Dame Saints players literally diving in front of that shot, trying to keep it from going in the net, and they didn't get up. And so while Centennial is celebrating in the mm. corner, the Notre Dame players were seniors. And I, there's guys I've known and covered for years now just laying on the ice thinking this was their last opportunity. And it was just, it, it just, that that moment reminded me of sports. I mean, it's just, you've yeah. got the, just the devastating, heartbreaking loss and the ecstatic celebration of winning. It was unreal. I, I encourage people to go back and watch it. Really, it was, it was really fun. Pete, did you ever win? A state championship in any, at any level or you know, any, anything we, we else? We did. I yeah. did in Bantams when I was a kid and from my tiny little town of 10,000 in Minnesota. And we beat a, a team out of, out of Minneapolis area to win the state championship. It was a bunch of rich kids. So that felt good. I, and in, in high school in Minnesota, though, there are so many teams. Yeah. And, and back then there was eight teams that made the tournament. Now there's several classes. I did get an opportunity to go twice. So I went to the state tournament twice as a player. We went. We won the consolation championship. We lost. We lost to the eventual state champion, and we came back through the losers bracket to win. But the experience. We had eighteen thousand fans playing at the then St. Paul um, Civic Center. Now it's XL Energy Center. It was amazing. Still, some of the best moments of my life. Yeah, I have great memories of that stuff as well. Playing in state tournaments is, and that's why no, these kids. It, it, when I was younger, actually, in youth hockey, like at. My, my dad coached a squirt team. We won a state championship in Arlington Heights. It was unbelievable to, to have your dad coaching the team. And then I got to play for a, a couple of travel teams. And one of them, we we upset the team that Eddie Olchek was playing on wow. in the state championship to win the state championship mm. and go to nationals. That's amazing. So, cool stuff. But yeah. but I think this is one thing I want to say about this. And, and people in this, don't confuse this. I know there's kids that play travel hockey and are trying to, you know, better than go to the juniors in college. These kids aren't. Yeah. And they're, they're probably not. And this might be their last opportunity to play in competitive hockey, a lot of them. And and that's not to, to slighting them at all. But I want to say this experience that they had will be their best moment ever playing hockey. And there's people in this city that are, that are trying to say, well, they should be in travel. They should be. No. Let them enjoy this playing for their school at that moment. I, yeah, it, cool. is, it is just, it's sometimes it's unfortunate what other people's goals are or, for kids because mm. this was amazing. And if you have a chance, again, to watch it this year or definitely follow it next year. 
It was cool to see coyotes celebrating on the ice at Mullet Arena. Coyotes celebrating yes, at Mullet. Just with a, a championship. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Coyotes celebrate so a weird. championship yeah. at Mullet. It was so weird to hear that call, the, the, the Centennial Coyotes, because we had to say it a lot that weekend. And it, just, it was awkward to call in the Coyotes. The Coyotes do it again. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> anyway, oh thanks gosh. for letting me talk about that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah it, cool. And it also just goes to show the, the growth of the game. Here in yeah. Arizona and, you know, as much as we've talked about or you guys have talked about the arena this past week and people pass their judgments, you know, the Coyotes being in Arizona is the reason why all of this hockey is exploding. Mm-hmm. High school hockey, um, youth hockey, women's and girls hockey. It's all exploded. ASU. Um, ASU. Yeah, ASU. And I'm going to put you on the floor again because you had another cool opportunity yeah. this week. Um, speaking of grassroots connections with young kids and yeah. having players out in the community and it's 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 my bromance it's yeah it's my coyote minnesota man crush minnesota man crush nick bukestead he went to a school and he talked about his program goals for kids and the coyotes reading program was also part of what they did yesterday and i go yeah i'll, I'll go because i'll help support nick and i am you know wanted to see what happens in a community i was wowed wowed by this school it's desert trails elementary school in north phoenix and, and it was an amazing experience and and this what this did is it got kids to read and and they didn't have to be hockey fans but they got attached to reading and they get prizes for reading you'd get a coyote ruler a racer a rubber puck and and they rewarded incentivized people for reading and all these kids well i read a million words and it was it literally gave me chills and when the teacher was up there speaking she started to cry and she, about how proud she was of her students and her son actually works for the Coyotes now, ironically. That's not how the kid won the contest, but just I, he does. And she was just how she was able to bridge the gap between a professional athlete. But what made this special for me was Nick Bugstead sitting in front of this classroom and they go, okay, he's got to go. He goes, he goes, no, no, I don't. I got nowhere to be. My kids are asleep. And he sat and took questions and he gave advice and he went around the room and said, what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> and, and then the kids were like, oh, I want to be a dancer and I want to, you know, I want to be a musician. You can do that, but you do it. Start by setting goals. And what are the goals? What are some things you need to do to, to do that? Well, I have to do good in school and I have to do my own. And just to see, they don't, some of them don't know who he is. Right. They know he's a big ideal, he's an athlete. For him to take that time, and he didn't do it to check a box. He didn't do it because, oh, they tell me I have to go to community service and help the community. He did it because he truly cared. And it was, he's, he's told us before he wanted to be a teacher if he didn't play hockey, and it showed. He was absolutely amazing, and, and it really, it, it, it opened my eyes to how much these players can affect their community. And he is not the only one on this this roster that does things like this. Um, and there's several players. Mm-hmm. And I want to take a, a little deeper dive into some of them. So I know we're working on a piece right now that people can get behind the scenes and see a little bit of what we did yesterday and see what Nick Buse is doing to help kids yeah, in the community. There's the picture hmm. with the there class. There it is. You should see in the classroom. They had Everybody wore hockey something. They, had, they made up cheers. For Nick Bugstead, they remembered him and they were all, it was, it was amazing. They had pictures drawn of Nick Bugstead all over the room. And, and most importantly, they, they were happy about learning. And in one story, the teacher told us there was a boy that didn't want to read at all. Didn't, didn't like to read, didn't like to read books. Parents were concerned, got into this program and he joined the million, the million word club because of this program. So wow. it does make a difference. It's not just sports and, and it's not just lip service. So you want a little I, fun thanks. fact? 
I still have a Phoenix Coyotes ruler from this from this program from way back in the day. Wow, that is amazing! Oh my god! Yeah, this program is that old, and we got to talk to people with the program. It, it's just amazing. Wow. And I, did somebody visit you? I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, they would have a they would have like a little tent and a little booth at our like field days. Okay, you can go up and tell them how many words, how many books you read, and. I would lie because I'm dyslexic and I don't enjoy reading. Um, <laughs> but but I would go up and like, yeah, I read five books, and they gave me a little ruler. Yeah, it's really, it. it's really it's really neat. Still use it. It's so, really yeah, really God. neat. So again, if we'll get it posted here in the next couple of days, make sure you check it out because it was really special. Mm. Wow. Well, Thanks, Nick Bugstead, for letting me tag along. Oh, that's great stuff. Oh, Speaking well, of great stuff. Yeah, we have a lot of great content coming. Um, you know, he mentioned that. I actually am working on a vlog from Toronto. You can oh, look out for that oh, as nice. well. Um, so look out for the Beastie video, wait. the vlog. And Craig has something huge coming tomorrow. Yeah, I think we started promoting it yesterday mm -hmm. on social media. But uh, you're leaving? <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. The Discord. <laughs> That's what they thought in Discord. The Discord. <laughs> yeah, that was Man. Uh, got a new show launching called The Focus. And as, as I mentioned in, in the tweet, it's... It kind of harkens back to an old school form of journalism. It's a one-on-one -on -one interview and the subjects will be executives, managers, coaches, players, even journalists. Yes, journalists make an impact <laughs> who have made a significant impact on the Arizona sports scene. And, and Saul Bookman, of course, reminded me that I have to include U of A in all of this. So I will. I will. <laughs> Saul will have to book all the guests because I have no connections down there. But <laughs> it's going to launch tomorrow wednesday wow. at 11 a.m and the first guest on the show we've already recorded i we actually already have four of these in the bank and another one coming tomorrow but the first guest on the show is former yeah i know you love him <laughs> danielle former asu and cardinals quarterback jake Plummer. i sat down with jake for close to an hour much to jacob franklin chagrin it was supposed <laughs> to be shorter than that but jake talked and jake was amazing and we we talked about a lot of things we talked about what he's doing these days with his mushroom farm, right? And it's not what you think. And Jake will explain that. We talked about his ASU days. We talked about his Cardinal days. We talked about Pat Tillman. It, it was an unbelievable interview. Again, that will air tomorrow at 11 a.m. But we have other people coming on the show as well. And one of those people, very familiar to you, Petey, has already been in studio. Wow. Former Coyotes coach Dave Tippett. I believe we have a clip of the Dave Tippett interview that we can show now. And again, once again, the focus debuts on Wednesday at 11 a.m. It'll run every other week. And we've got a lot of great guests lined up. Can I ask a question, up. Craig, about it sure, before we sure. see the clip? I, I've, I've seen this getting filmed. By the way, this is all hands on deck at PHNX it really to make has this happen. Been. It's been impressive to watch everybody. And it, it, it changes the whole look and feel of some of the things we've done here. It's It's incredible. Yeah. Um, is it also going to be available as an audio podcast? It is, yes. Okay, It'll be available sure. on YouTube, all, this, all the same places that okay, we, cool. we put our shows. But you mentioned the all hands on deck thing. Like Jacob's been the one that's been producing it. Saul and Espo, I mean, they, they were putting together a set. They're, Saul they're, they're, like, was buying, went and bought a steamer. Steaming yeah. the curtain behind the really black neat. curtain. And Mac was doing it another day. Mac's in taking photos. Mac has a, an incredible promotional photo of Jake Plummer that they'll be releasing if they haven't already. Um so many people contributed to this. So thank you to everybody here for helping make this a reality. I'm really excited really cool. about it. And without Check further ado, here's Dave Tippett. It always felt like we could keep building. And we were kind of adding some people there, like Ray Whitney was a big ad for us. Um, you know, Schmitty come in and playing the way he did was, we, we felt like we were moving the right direction. And there was a, um, it was a winning attitude around our team. 
every day was a winning attitude. It was a fun group. We had, again, a lot of veteran players, some young guys coming in still, but uh, uh, a lot of, you know, really solid veterans. But I remember, like, the year was going along okay, but we were kind of on that borderline, and, and mm-hmm. I remember sitting down with Don Maloney, and he was kind of, we were looking at the schedule, we were looking at our point totals, and he's going, like, buyers, sellers, mm-hmm. not, not sure. And um, mm-hmm. and we went, I, I looked at the schedule after the meeting with Don. We were, I think we were playing in Los Angeles, and we went there the night before the game in Los Angeles. We had a, a meeting just kind of in a boardroom there, and um, it was Don and the coaches and, and all the players, and we put the schedule up and we said, this is where we're at. This is how many points we're going to need. Can we do it? And everybody was knew exactly where we stood and what we had to do, and uh, that's when we took off on that run and went for a, a good run, and, and we're playing really well at the right time. Gives you goosebumps going back to 2012, doesn't yeah. it? Thinking about it, that run. Just hearing that voice. Yeah, yeah. The commanding, gravelly voice. It's it's really good. I'm looking forward to seeing the interview because I, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, how many expressions of tips do you have in your head? Like th- the I, I, I just tell you what, I, I, he, he's, he's, he's an amazing man to work for. And, and I learned a lot about not just the game, but about the league and about life um, with my time with him. Um, I'm glad we got to go on that run, but we also had a lot of bumps in the road with him. He, he's a great storyteller. And he was a great coach, and I'm glad he got a chance to get away from it for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that as well. We went all over the map. Yeah, as really, you can imagine. Craig, I can't wait for this. So, this is really exciting. Yeah. With yeah. really interesting people from all over the place. Yeah, and from, it's not just hockey people. You no, started no, no. off with Jake Plummer tomorrow, but there's some. Yeah, it's going to be Cardinals, ASU, yeah. Suns. It's, yeah, it's, so it's, it's, it's all it's, the sports we cover. So. It's really, really cool, and yeah. it's. I think sometimes it's good to get a deep dive. How are your ad reads? yeah really can't wait again check it out the focus phnx sports youtube channel um, and you can search for the focus wherever you get your podcasts as well that'll be wednesday at 11 a.m so check it out and before you sit down to watch it maybe grab yourself a few snacks from circle k i had a bag of circle k Plain kettle cooked chips today, and it might have been the last bag in the office. No, which is a problem. We got a game for coming up on Thursday. <laughs> You're gonna have to stock up. My second period, <laughs> exactly. If the Coyotes lose, we can blame Max. <laughs> I need well, my chips. you can just stop at any Circle K. They're all over the valley and stock up on snacks. And if you're part of the inner circle, usually you, you get free snacks or drinks here and there when you check the app. Of course, you also get 25 cents per gallon saved on your first five Phillips, plus three cents per gallon every day. And by the way, those don't expire. So if you don't get gas that much, like they never expire. So make sure you take advantage of it. Join the inner circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit circlek.com for details. And then you know what you do, Leah? Grab your tuxedo and your gold lame dress and head to Gila River Resorts and Casinos because I don't know about you. But I feel good. <laughs> At Gila Res- River Resorts and Casinos, no one does it better with an unprecedented level of entertainment and excitement that you won't find anywhere else in the desert. They've set a very high bar. The state of their gaming floor has it all with over 800 slot machines, 15 blackjack tables, and live table games. Not to mention Arizona's largest casino sports book with some of the largest TVs I have ever seen yeah. in a sports bar they are life-size. It's absolutely amazing. Head to Gila River Resorts and Casinos and let them show you what Next Level is all about. You 
do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit play at Gila.com for more details. Petey, do you have anything in gold LeMay? <laughs> you'd be surprised. Okay. Oh, my. And I'll leave it at that. Oh, my. Um, okay. Well, before we wrap up, I'm just going to mention it because I'm seeing it in the chat. And uh, Frank Saravalli just tweeted. Yep. Gary Bettman said we'll have an announcement on the Oats feature in a few weeks. Sources say it could come as soon as this weekend. What's this weekend? Super the Bowl. The Super Bowl. Yeah. What's on the table? Three options. Sources tell Daily Face off the options, of course. Yeah, they're the three options we talked about, yes. right? Um, fa- find a site and put shovels in the ground, sell the team, but stay in Arizona or relocate to Salt Lake City. Yeah, those of you who saw my newsletter go out probably read a bunch of this stuff already. Um, I do think that there are other interested buyers that are at least willing to have a conversation with the NHL if the Morello Group cannot close this deal. So... I don't I don't want to say this is an ultimatum, but I do think that the league is going to come out a little stronger with its demands and proof that the, that the Morello group can get this done. But I think they're go ahead. I think it's clear. It's something I want to make sure that's clear when you said an ultimatum. This is an ultimatum on the Coyotes leaving no, Arizona. This is an ultimatum not. to the Morello group to get moving on their proposed. Yeah. Plans. Or we need to be able to move on to plan B, which. We keep saying, even though others are saying it's relocation, Plan B is not relocation. Plan B is trying to find another local owner. Relocation is the last resort, as Gary Bettman has said on the record, it is in the past. He's always said this. That's that's the last ditch thing that you want to do when you run out of all options locally. I do think there are other groups that are interested. I'm not saying we're even going to get to that point. I'm not saying the Morello Group isn't going to close this deal. If he... If he isn't able to close it, I'm not saying that these other groups are going to be able to purchase the team. I'm just letting people know sort of the order of things, right? Okay, if Alice gets it done, fine, we stop right there. If he can't, then you move on to these other groups and explore all those possibilities. When all of those are exhausted, that's when you get to relocation and not before. And I think a key point in that is when the Atlanta Thrashers moved to Winnipeg with the Jets, they could not find a local buyer to keep that team in the Atlanta area. And that's why they ultimately moved to Winnipeg, where there was a group willing to buy the team. And I think that that's because of the letter that was sent out by the Smith Group a week ago. I think people are all jumping to conclusions that, oh my gosh, there's the, it, the same thing is going to happen in Winnipeg. The difference there was there was no local buyers to keep the team in Atlanta. And if there were, they would have more than likely been able to stay and keep the team in Atlanta. There just weren't the the local ownership group, there are rumored to be more than one mm-hmm. of those groups involved and interested in looking at this team. So that 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 doesn't mean it's staying, but it clearly doesn't mean it's going. Yep. There you have it. So good a uh, little piece to talk about before we wrap up the show today. Any final? No, I like your sweatshirt. Thank you. Yeah, I got a Toronto. I had to get some All Star merch. Didn't come in our sizes. No, I just didn't have room in my bag. You know, sorry. <laughs> Didn't. Same thing my wife said. <laughs> That's really cool. Oh, man. I'm glad but you had fun. I'm, I'm, I'm so I, proud I of so what you did. Fun. It was yeah. so cool. Check it out. PHNX Sports YouTube. We have all the clips up. Awesome. Everything that Gary Bettman said, I tweeted Marty Walsh's comments as well. I know you guys talked about this on Friday, but uh, thanks for holding it down while I was gone. I do appreciate we that. Did, we did decide we cannot sit that close again, though, for that long. <laughs> There's a reason I sit in the middle. That is true. You know? That's why. That true. But uh, you can, of course, follow us as we go forward because we're going to be talking about on ice coyotes are 
back on Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow at 2 p.m. on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. We'll continue to, of course, keep everybody posted on anything that we possibly know about the arena. I promise you. I know people are sick of talking about it, but it's the reality of being a fan of this team. Um, but we will also talk about the on-ice performance as well once things get underway. So stick with us. Become a diehard. Join the Discord. Craig was sending stuff in there over the weekend for diehards only, for their eyes only. So if you're not a diehard, you want to be part of that. Um, my blog is for diehards only. If you want to go and back and read that, become a diehard plus a bunch of extra content as well. 20% off merch, 20% off events, etc. I can go on and on and on about all the perks to becoming a diehard. But everybody, thanks so much for watching. Hit the thumbs up on this video, by the way, if you're watching on YouTube. Um, whether it's live or later, the thumbs up always help us out. And you can follow us on Twitter at Peters Hockey, at Craig S. Morgan, at Leah Merrill, at Abraka Danielle. Follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday, everybody, and we will see you all tomorrow.